What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. Last night, Mayor Shang Tao gave her first State of the City address to Oakland. Joining us for reaction is George Galvis, the co-founder and executive director of Communities United for Restorative Youth Justice. Good morning, George. Good morning, Kat. How are you? I'm doing all right, given all that is happening in the world, George. I'm going to get right into it because we don't have a lot of time. We know, and by we, I mean the collective of us who are trying to dismantle and rebuild the way the society does public safety, that we were going to disagree with Mayor Tao at times about public safety. But (laughs) I'm wondering about your thoughts um, about her very laser focus on policing last night. And I'm I'm just going to run through a, a couple of highlights from my guests. Um, and you can pick which ones you want to respond to. She talked about creating specialized units inside of OPD. Those are the kinds of units that killed folks like Tyree Nichols in February in Tennessee. She um, said very unapologetically that there would be a more robust police department increasing the numbers of OPD. She ta- used very old rhetoric about you know homegrown officers as if those are better than out-of-town grown officers. More police academies. Uh, more foot patrols, surveillance cameras, sideshow ordinances, which for me is a clear targeting of young people of color, celebrated bringing more highway patrol into the city and called the utilization and implementation of 3,000 automated license plate readers across the flatlands, let's be clear, that's where they're going, as sensible. Who is she talking to and what is your response? Yeah, well, my response is that it's a... It's a damn shame because I think those of us who initially supported her campaign were really um, cautiously optimistic that at the very least that she would begin to think um, more progressively in terms of addressing root causes. I mean, everything that she just, you know, uh, really kind of expressed yesterday in terms of her state of the union for the city is really a lot of the, it's, it's a lot of the same old, same old. This has already been a failed and flawed strategy. It's antiquated. We've tried policing in prisons, and it failed. Had we held them to the same standard that we hold community workers to, because as community workers, we're always asked to prove the absolute efficacy of what we do, they would have been defunded a long time ago. So, you know, bringing in California Highway Patrol, who murdered Eric Salgado, and we still haven't even gotten justice for Eric Salgado, is a slap in the face. You know, bringing in these special units who time and time again have also murdered indiscriminately black and brown folks, you know what I'm saying, just systematically uh, murdered our people is, you know, and then, of course, the harassment part. Like, let's be real. Those license plate readers are all about just giving citations to working class black and brown people as a way of making us uncomfortable, pushing us out gentrifying Oakland, creating a carbon clone of the city of San Francisco so that they can bring developers in and replace us. It's a, it's a displace and replace strategy, really, is what it is. So, you know, that's very clear. This is a playbook from Jerry Brown. So to see this coming out of Shang Tao uh, has been just very, very disappointing. George, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... I don't know, pull the veil back a little bit and and, and, and lift up some of the, the conversations that I think that we on the left are having. I mean, we are also seeing, right, the rise of a conservative, um, some, some right-wing, some just really right-leaning uh, in terms of policy. They're very loud, um, very much interested in destroying um, the word progressive, right, have come after those of us who say that we are woke. Is that who you think... 
um, the mayor is responding to and how do we on the left balance Right. Taking her to task and holding her accountable um, for doing public safety differently without giving fuel to to folks that are beating this law and order drumbeat, engaging in fear mongering and manipulating the pain and trauma of our folks um, in order to have a militarized martial law, Oakland. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a knee jerk uh, reaction from a lot of elected officials. It's unfortunate that people get into office, that they become uh, really, we see this pattern time and time again where they really become unrooted from their values and really driven by just trying to sustain the status quo in terms of maintaining that seat. And so it's a knee-jerk reaction. I don't necessarily believe that it's simply just these far-right uh, kind of extremists who have really been trying to control this narrative and prey on people's fear uh, and, and, and anxiety. I think that that's certainly a part of it. Um, you know, those folks have been extremely problematic. We also know who's funding those folks, and it's not friends of ours. It's not even people from Oakland. They're being supported by venture capitalists. They're being supported by developers. They're being supported by the law enforcement lobby. And it's unfortunate because they're people who look like us, but they don't reflect our values. What we It's an old playbook as well that Malcolm X referred to, you know what I mean, uh, in terms of neocolonial agents, right? And so... You know, Franz Fanon talked about this. So it's not a, it, you know, it, it's an old tactic as well. It's to give folks who look like this come from our communities and basically incentivize them, you know, to sell out and to speak against their own interests or the interests of their own people, I should say. So that's not necessarily a new thing. But I also believe that there's really more powerful forces, which are those developers and venture capitalists. And I think that those folks are people who are much more quiet, who are pulling strings and are really, um, putting pressure because there's always been a plan and agenda. This has been in place even when we see struggles with the school district, with Oakland Unified School District, because the school district is the second largest holder of real estate in the city of Oakland. There's been efforts to try to control the school district so that they can privatize it, sell off school public land for private benefit and profit, right? And so those forces are in play in many, many, many places, and they're extremely powerful. So, yes, she's being knee-jerk, reactionary, to the conservative right-wing forces and these neo-colonial agents. And I, once again, I think that there are more powerful forces at play that are basically about financial interests and, um, you know, as well as, let's, be, let's just call it what it is, white supremacy. George, I only have about 90 seconds left, I, and I want to end on a positive note, uh, which I don't get to do often on this show. And it's not that us, you know, those of us um, on, on the other side of this this issue aren't clear that there is crisis in Oakland streets. We're just clear that this isn't the way um, to get to public safety. Last weekend, a big collective of, of uh, grassroots organizations came together um, in the West at uh, where you have now taken over Tony Coleman's Bikes for Life. Can you talk about the We Keep Us Safe? events and and the community's plan to keep oakland street safe in about 70 seconds yes yeah you asked the question earlier well they don't they don't see us until they feel us but guess what they're going to feel us and it's not just going to be the marching and protesting we're going to continue to demand justice we're going to continue to demand uh you know the you know we're going to continue to hold these elected officials accountable but we're also not just we're not we're, we're not just demanding we are actually part of the solution you know, so last Sunday, man, folks like Community Ready Corps, Anti-Police Terror Project Justice Teams, Pathways to Peace, Communities United for Restorative Youth Justice, and many others 
all came together, and there was a community cleanup. There were community giveaways and resource giveaways to meet the response to the needs of our community. And then we did a beautiful, powerful community building event with free food, free family fun activities, live entertainment that's homegrown from right here in Oakland in the Bay. And, you know, and that's what we know works. That's what keeps us safe. We keep us safe. So, yes, there are uh, proactive solutions being done by the people who are also demanding justice and demanding a stop from these poor investments um, that do not make us safer, uh, that, you know, that criminalize our communities. But we're being proactive to really also be a part of the solution. All right, George Galvez, I got to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Sister Cat. Same. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.